Hello, and welcome to the Organizing for Change podcast. The goal of this podcast is to equip coalitions, organizations, and individuals to bring change to their communities. The host of the Organizing for Change podcast is the coalition coordinator for Avon, Massachusetts, Amanda Decker. Thank you for listening. Welcome to episode nine of the Organizing for Change podcast, where our goal is to equip coalitions, organizations, and individuals to bring change to their community. Earlier this year, I attended the Community Anti-Drug Coalitions of America, or known as CADCA, their national conference in Washington, D.C. And while I was there, I caught up with the youth members of the Ashland Decisions at Every Turn Coalition from Ashland, Massachusetts, to talk about youth engagement and creating community-level change. The Ashland Decisions at Every Turn Coalition is a community-based group with stakeholders from many organizations throughout Ashland. The group is dedicated to creating a safe and healthy Ashland by working as a community to prevent, reduce, and solve the problems that can lead to youth substance use. The coalition was awarded the Drug-Free Communities Grant in 2013. I hope you enjoy this fascinating conversation with the Ashland Decisions at Every Turn youth members. My name is Amanda Decker, and I am the host of the Organizing for Change podcast, and I am here with some fantastic youth, and they're going to introduce themselves. My name is Lily Orr. I'm in 10th grade, and I'm 15 years old. So I'm Shmeem. I'm in 10th grade, and I'm 15 years old. Hi, I'm Stephanie Moscaritolo. I'm 16 years old, and I'm a sophomore in high school. I'm Haley Bacuzzi, I'm in 10th grade and I'm 15 years old. My name is Swathi Garantla, I'm in 10th grade and I'm 15 years old. My name is Annie Ebby, I'm in 10th grade and I'm 15 years old. My name is Lindsay Hogan and I'm the adult advisor for the girls. Awesome, welcome you guys and I'm really excited to have you here. So I heard that you guys have been at the National Youth Leadership Institute with CADCA. Can you tell me a little bit about what you guys have been doing this week up here in D.C.? Um, so we just like started learning about how to bring our like ideas of prevention into our community and how we can make an impact and that all like starts off with the plan so we've been learning um, SPF which is strategic prevention framework, framework. framework. strategic prevention framework um, and the steps of that and how to build a plan and bring it back into our community to be effective in what we want to do that's awesome. I heard from your advisor that some of you guys were here last year and kind of went back home and formed the youth part of your coalition. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Yeah, so um, we formed a club called Breaking the Barriers, BTB, and we are working with other students in our school to try to like raise awareness and get kids making healthy decisions and also promoting leadership qualities to allow them to do that. That's so awesome. So what do you guys do at a typical meeting? Um, we usually discuss events that are coming up. Um, we have started some work with like the Corner Spot, which is a pop-up business site, and we are planning a meeting. Well, not a meeting. We're planning a um, youth summit with the Mendez School to like teach the third through fifth graders about like healthy choices and leadership skills. That's great. So, who comes up with all the ideas for your club? Um, we all just um, as founders and the club members form ideas like the youth summit we've been planning it since um last year but we're formulating like what who we're going to be speaking to and like what our main like focus is to talk to the student the, um we're mostly targeting the fifth grade students 
because they're transitioning into the middle school, which is mostly why we chose um, the fifth graders to talk to. So who typically runs a meeting when you guys um, go to a meeting? Like who runs the meeting? The president of the club. Um, she Neha unfortunately Shabir. couldn't be here. Yeah, yeah. So. Neha Shabir. She runs the club as the president, and we uh, five of us are founders, and we kind of just um, help her with the plans of the meeting, like what we're gonna talk about, and the uh, members get also get opportunities to be leaders themselves, and by we. All of us like have the opportunity to do um, community service and like just advertising, like putting up posters, like planning the poster, choosing like what's going to be on the posters sometimes as well. That's going to be um, um, on the walls of our school. So we have a part in, in that. So before somebody came here, before some of you guys came here last year to CAD CAD, there was no club? No. No. And then people were inspired and thought, Let's go back and, and do something. And do something, yes. That's really great. Um, what are some of the things that you guys have been able to do uh, in the last year since your club has formed? Um, so far, it's pretty much just getting more people into it. Because um, we haven't really been an official club for that long. Um, so right now, again, our main focus is just to get um, people and have... Um, more support. Exactly, more support. How do you get people that, how do you get them to um, come to your club? We get, <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, that's kind of like one thing that we get students to come, like they're starting, like they're starting to learn more about it. Um, we do announcements, like morning announcements and um, our advisor has uh, posters in her room and like other classes as well. So they see it. And at the beginning of the beginning of the year, we kind of promoted it by we oh, tell, telling them, oh, we get to come to CADCA and, and um, a national forum. So that's that's good as well. So they, that's how we got new members. They were, they applied to go to CADCA as well. And wow. yeah. How did you guys pick who was gonna come here? Um, so what we did was we, um, if you wanted to go, you could um, write, a do, write a personal statement. It had to be like a page long, um, and talk about why you should be able to go, um, and, and what would you what you would do with the information yeah, when you come back. Wow. That's impressive. Did a lot of people write these papers? Yeah, like yeah, a lot decent of amount. They had to eliminate a lot wow. of people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who had to go through the mall and pick who um, had to come? Amy. Amy did. Wow, that's a job. Yeah. That's so exciting that you had so many people. Yeah. Um, how big is your school? Our school is under 800. 800. Yeah. 800? And we have like 30 members, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Something like that. We yeah. have a good And 30 just, members in your club. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's yeah. amazing. Um, we hope to get, um, we had older kids in the beginning of the year. But um, in midway, because senior, yeah, like senior year, and um, a couple we had a lot more juniors, uh, but they um, just didn't they couldn't um, make it. Couldn't make it to because of National Honor Society that was being um, the meetings, yeah, kind of meetings with so, the times. Yeah, yeah. So is it hard for all of you guys to go to meetings? Because I'm sure that this is not the only thing that you you know is that a hard or a challenge or um, not necessarily. Yeah. Keep your Wednesdays um, yeah. yeah, like kind of c- to combat that, like you know, making more, making sure more people could come is like we, I mean, you guys did, but um, the meetings are now like every other week, just so mm-hmm. like trying to find time. It's really hard. Like our club, ha- our school, school, sorry, has many, many clubs. Mm-hmm. There's so many ways to be involved, mm-hmm. and we just want to make sure that BTV is available to as many people as possible because it's we really hope to make a difference. Yeah, that's awesome. What are some things that you hope to see in the future? 
Well, we um, have the Youth Summit coming up, which is something that we're really excited about. We also work with the STAND campaign, which is our positive social norms campaign, and we help out with decisions every turn. We go to some of those meetings. So, social norms, tell me a little bit about that. So, we do a... Is Metro West Adolescent Health Survey. We do that every two years, and we like take the data from those and publish it around the school in like a positive way. So it's, I'm just gonna make up a statistic here, like ninety one percent. Remember? Yeah, so like ninety one percent of students think that like driving with someone under the influence is unsafe, rather than saying like nine percent of students think that. That's really great. That's awesome. So it's basically a way to say that the statistic in a positive way. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have those all over the school to advertise and like, because we believe that, you know, spreading all this information that we get from these surveys, the more people who know about it, the more like support we'll be able to get, like advertising them. So like people understand, you know, what's kind of going on in our community, because not a lot of people are aware of what's happening. So with these like advertisements, more people are able to um, figure out that these things are happening in our community and kind of if they want to help out or if like they want to know more about it, they can just inquire, you know, the STAT campaign. That's really great. What are some of the reasons you all have chosen to be drug free? Um, I personally, like, I know that, you know, all these, like, the influence, like, what can happen when you do use it, um, from my standpoint, I'm very, like, into the academics, and I know how much it could, you know, harm, like, my academic career if I were to use anything. That's personally, like, to me that, um, that, like, campaign works, knowing that, you know, this one little action could, like, destroy everything you've worked for, like, for years, yeah. and that what drives me. Yes, <laughs> um, we all want let want to be academically successful, so we mm-hmm. do not want to harm our brains that are not developed yet. They're mostly developed at age twenty five. So, as, and another note is, I have a younger sister that looks um, up to me, and I'm like, so I don't want to do anything like that will like harm harm that like picture that she sees of me. So sure, yeah. Any of you other guys? What do, what do you guys have for a reason? For well, I think, honestly, it's just we've seen so many people, like, what's happening to them. And for me, um, my great aunt was actually an alcoholic, and it's, like, she's okay now. But be- in result of that, she's in her wheelchair. Um, she has limited use of her legs, her um, her arms, her brain, um, and it's it's an awful thing. And obviously, none of us want to go through that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's. What about your other folks? For me, it's mostly like athletics among mm-hmm. like academics too, because when you're choosing to use substances like, like this, it's just you're affecting your ability to like perform on a sport or like play an instrument or anything, and you you don't want to let your teammates down by not fully being present. And if you do get caught, you're you get kicked off the sports team or you get penalized and you just don't want to let your teammates down or your friends down. Sure. Anybody else want to share? I just know there are a lot of negative health effects that it can have and I wouldn't want to do that to like my body or my mind. Mm-hmm. Tell me about if any uh, role that your parent or guardian has in your decisions not to use drugs and alcohol. My parents always like, well they, I was like educated and would buy some odd ideas like drink alcohol, underage, or like do drugs so they've always like been positive role models for me and my sister to like no, like anti substance abuse. What do they think about you guys finding uh, founding this club and doing all of this? They think it's amazing. Um, honestly, 
like a lot of kids, they are drug free and, and things like that, but they don't voice their opinions. That's the thing. Like some people, I get if you're scared or something, but you should still voice your opinion and that's just what we want to do. We want to show people what is, why you shouldn't do this. Um, yeah. What's something that's helped you be able to voice your opinion? Because, or is that something you've just naturally always been great at? No, it's I just think. easier, like just, with all our yeah, friends. All us, yeah. You know, working together like mm-hmm. a team. That yeah, yeah that makes that sense. Helps. We've had more opportunities. Like Kadka is a great opportunity to mm-hmm. voice our opinions. We've um, the sessions that we've had. Like we've gotten to speak so much about like our community and what we like what we believe in. Um, again, um, from substance use and abuse. So just uh, being here at the leadership forum is just a great way to voice all of our opinions. And, and I heard you got to talk to some of your national leaders up on the hill. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about that. It's, it's really, really, cool. it's really <laughs> empowering, like knowing that you can actually, you know, you go through all, you have all these ideas, but you know, you can make it a reality mm-hmm. when you're talking to them. And mm-hmm. you know, I, I personally didn't really feel nervous. Like it felt like having a conversation mm-hmm. and like, you know, voicing your opinion. Cause this is something we all believe in. Yes. And if it's something we all believe in, it's easy for us to make these states statements and like to tell our representatives about, mm-hmm. and we just want to make a difference and we want to make a change in the way like our communities are to make it safer. And like knowing that these people can actually make that change a reality, mm-hmm. it's kind of empowering. That's great. And so if you uh, were speaking to a young person from a different school who doesn't have anything like this, what we, where would you tell them to start at? Get other friends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, gather like um, an um, army. If, Just come yeah. in the course. Yeah. If you have, a, like I learned from the forum, that if you have a passion to do something or something that you believe in, you will easily attract people that have the same ideas as you. So... We started off, like, the leader of, our leader is Neha. Like, she, like, informed us about Stan, and she, like, she, like, educated us on the, like, why it's so important for our community. So we had her to, um, like, have us be more educated about it, and that's why we're all here today, just to, um, just get more people to join. And what grade is she in? She's the same. She's in 10th grade. So she, in 10th grade, last year she was in 9th grade here, and then came back and decided to do that. That's fantastic, you guys. Um, I also liked what a lot of what I heard today, too, of saying that sometimes adults will go, wow, we're so surprised at how great the youth are. And uh, the young man said today, you know, that, that sounds like a good statement, but it's kind of negative because it means that you didn't expect yeah. us to be that great before. <laughs> yeah. And, um, you know, there are a lot of people across the country who might be thinking, you guys are, you know, amazing, and only in Ashland could they have a group of people like this. Um, what would you tell them if they were thinking, you know, that might be the case, that you have to go to Massachusetts and go to Ashland and <laughs> yeah. find these amazing people? What would you tell them? We're everyday people. Yeah. like yeah. We're, we're everyday students. We're just like everyone yeah. else. And, you know... We go to school, we do sports, we, everything like a regular teenager does and ha- like their daily schedule is our daily schedule. Mm-hmm. So if we're able to do it, you know, we we hope to be an inspiration and hopefully um, people can see that, that, you know, every day like I go home, I do my homework, I go to school and, you know, we're all like, we all find that little bit of time to hopefully make a difference because, you know, if you can start as young as you can, it's amazing You can, if you like inspire 
now after this like conference I feel like you know this is something I really want to invest more time in and like maybe when I get older I could like have a more impact in this like community of being drug free and so just having like an inspiration and kind of just going with it is like all you have to do it doesn't take anyone special awesome one of the things that encourages me with your group is I can see that there are also adults that believe in you guys um one of them being your advisor who's here and um I think there are some adults that might be intimidated to say, you know, I have to come up with all these ideas and do all these things for young people. So can you just tell me about what your role is as an advisor and just kind of what you do to support all these young young people? Absolutely. So they came to me over the summer right before school started and asked if I would advise. And I was a little bit like, okay, I'm not sure what I have to do. I'm a little nervous about that. And Neha, their president, said, no, don't worry about it. We already checked, it doesn't conflict with teacher meetings. It's on this day after school, I know you're free. And in that moment, she shared with me their constitution, their mission statement, and their entire Google Drive folder of all their materials. And I knew that they were the real deal and that they had clearly thought about this. This wasn't a... Overnight. Yeah, an overnight, oh, hey, let's do this and let's find a teacher to run it for us. It was we're going to run this, we need a teacher who will unlock her door. And that's yeah. basically what I do. Yeah. If I'm not there, they're waiting outside. Yeah. <laughs> I open the door, they come in, they run the meeting, they have the slides, they have the agenda typed up, they use my projector, and they, I'm really just there to let them in. They handle all of it, and then I get to come to this conference with them and just watch them. They've impressed me every single day, but it is on them. <laughs> That's really great because I think sometimes it's intimidating as an adult when they think that they're going to have to go and do all this because sometimes adults might have the um, mentality that they're going to have to like babysit a group and it's so awesome that you guys thought about everything before and um, that's some great advice for a young person looking to start something that it does build credibility with the person that you're asking to stay there if you've done your homework and said, you know, we know you're free, we know um, what we're doing. And so that's some great encouragement to a young person who might be thinking of doing something like this. And it's also encouraging to an adult advisor because it takes a lot of work to run a club. And you guys, as young people, have taken on that responsibility rather than putting it on an adult to have to come up and do all that. So that's great. Um, We don't have a lot of time left, um, so what I'd like to do is before I close, I'd love it if you could just think of that young person who's out there somewhere uh, wondering if this is something they should start and do and maybe just give them a little piece of advice and for you the advisor just an adult who's out there who's thinking you know I wish we had something like this in our community what advice would you give to them so we're gonna start um, and just kind of go around the room and you can just give some advice to that young person that's listening to the podcast today thinking hmm, I wish I could do something like that don't be afraid to like stand up if you have these opinions, there's other people that will. Don't feel like you're alone in your opinion. You just got to find people that believe in the same things as you you do. Um, especially with uh, substance use and abuse in um, every um, community, um, the data is different for every um, town or city. So it's important to do your research about, like, we do the surveys and we get the data from um, that. So just important to know what you're talking about, especially we have Amy, who's a neuroscientist, who's always um, telling us about the eight, um, how the he- uh, mental health effects of um, like drugs and alcohol. So um, we just think that it's good to be informed about what you're speaking about. Yeah, and like they said, um, 
your voice, it does help. Um, like, don't be afraid to use it. Um, ev- like, everyone that you speak to, they want to hear what you say, especially at Katka. Like, when we are in our group, uh, youth groups, the um, like advisors, um, they they want to know what what's happening in our school, what's happening in our brains, like what what's our take on this. So use your voice. Don't be afraid to. Um, you gotta remember that no matter what, like I guarantee you, you are not the only one that feels this way with this issue. There was an amazing youth speaker yesterday, and she said like there are a lot of voices in your school or like in your district, wherever you are, that feel the same way as you. It just takes one voice to like start it all out, like the chain reaction. So don't be afraid to share ideas and do not back down from something that you feel passionately about. Every kid like grows up want, wanting like to change the world. And you know, if you still believe that, then this is a perfect way to like starting a club, you know, just getting people together and wanting to like make an impact. This is a perfect way to do it because there's a plan, you know, you can go step by step, you can see the results almost immediately and you know you're doing something to change the world. And like, if that's what you want to do, I definitely recommend doing something like this. Um, What I have to say is that it's not going to be an overnight thing. It's not going to take a day to make like a big impact. It will take time. So just go ahead and do it and just have faith. And as an adult or a teacher, if your students or these young adults come to you and they have a plan and they have something that they are passionate about, let them run with it, run with them. Um, I've been so impressed by them every day and they've gotten me really excited about it. We've been brainstorming throughout this whole week about, oh, we can do this with the club, we can do that, and brainstorming. And it's gotten me excited about this and I kind of am living through them at thinking of how would my 15-year-old self have felt about this. And it's really cool. So it's nice to have something that they're so passionate about, but that you can be excited about too. That's great. Thank you guys all so much. I appreciate all of your input and I'm looking forward to hearing from other young people who are going to listen to this and be inspired by the things that you've all shared today. Thank you. you. For more information from today's podcast, check out our show notes. There you can find our contact information, social media, and website. Please get in touch with us if you have any comments or questions. And if you like today's podcast, please share it with your friends. Thanks for listening.